Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. What's going on, Raider Nation? Micah and Tyler back again this week with another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. As always, family friendly, commercial free still because we haven't found any sponsors. And uh, political free as well. Tyler, man, how you doing? I'm doing well. I have not looked for any sponsors. If you know of anybody looking uh, to sponsor a podcast with two awesome dudes, uh, let me know. Because well, that would you be kind of fun. Uh, see, now, I, I thought you were the marketing department, Tyler. I, I, I don't know about that. Uh, I'm the Maybe Twitter we department. hadn't delegated that yet. Um, my, my dog has got his like squeaky toy in here. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> get out. Oh, my goodness. Raider Nation, as always. I apologize. <laughs> no, that was awesome. You can find us on Twitter at Behind Eyepatch. Facebook page. Hit us up. Behind the Eyepatch Facebook page. And if you want to be part of the show, give us a call. 208-557-9771. I know we had an excellent call lined up for you guys today. One fantastic interview with Miss Villapiano. We really appreciated her time. We got some excellent nuggets of knowledge from her, some behind-the-scenes stuff, and some sneak peek previews of what's coming up uh, during this Hall of Fame ceremony that's going on. So you guys are definitely going to want to stay tuned, get in on this action, because you're going to hear it right here exclusively first on the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. But before we get to that, Tyler, man, Got a lot of stuff going on at camp. Got a lot of people. Yeah. People are starting to get the axe now. People are starting to get, you know, talking themselves Badness. off a ledge. Yeah. Yeah. People, yeah. So people where do we start? Man? Off where of do we cliffs. start? Yeah. Uh, Chris Warren the third, your oh, boy. Rest came in, in peace. Uh, too, too overweight and with a sassy attitude in the off season, and the coaches said, "Ah, not gonna yeah. happen here." Get your bags and you can fly to somewhere else. You know, Tyler, I'm I'm I am putting a napkin on my lap, grabbing a fork and a knife, and having to eat a little crow right yep. now because I was a big proponent of the Chris Warren the Third hype. I was excited to see um to see what what he had to bring to the table. Once again, another preseason casualty has yes. claimed my soul. Absolutely. Um, watching yeah. that last preseason, being all excited for this year. Fortunately, it wasn't any of our young running backs like Josh Jacobs, Jalen Bouchard. Um, uh, let's keep praying that they stay healthy. Um, but yes, no, Chris Warren the third getting the axe. I saw that. Oh, gosh, where was I? I was getting ready. Might have been out shooting a YouTube video, actually. And I saw that and I was like, what? No, I had to read it twice. I clicked on the link twice because I was like, no way 
No way. I think he's like one of the first guys to get the axe, if I'm not mistaken. So, anywho, that's, uh, you know what? When I'm wrong, Tyler, I say I'm wrong. And I was wrong on this one. Chris Warren the third, too fat. Apparently did wasn't picking up on the playbook well enough, so he gone. And um, I, I'm going to go ahead and tuck into a little crow here. Who, yep. who, who's next while I take a few mouthfuls? I uh, uh, also my would belt. probably have... I was eating in the background. Uh, Ronald Ollie from Last Chance U fame was also released today. Mm. And uh, kind of, I don't know. I, I think that's going to be a fairly deep position at that defensive tackle because I'm hearing today that Gruden was singing Jonathan Hankins' praises, also Justin Ellis' praises. So if you think about it, we drafted two defensive tackles last year. We've already got, we've got Vanderdoes, we've got Jelly, and we've got Hankins. And Hankins is, is sounding like a legit, a great pickup. Hank, I, I was reading we signed him a two-year, $8.4 million deal in the offseason. Right. And so he's looking like a good pickup. Jelly has always been really good at stuff in the run. And you got PJ and you got Mo. And also, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to a, a follower. Mo Hurst's mom followed us this mm. week. And so she's Very been tweeting. Nice. Yeah, she's been tweeting out some great information about Mo. Uh, she's also a fisherwoman. So I'm thinking Ooh. we may have to get her on to talk a little bit of fishing and a little bit of raiders. And- uh, if Love if that. at all possible, um, and but yeah. A- anyway, we've we've got quite a lot of depth at that defensive tackle position, and right. I'm hoping maybe uh, that Ronald catches on uh, somewhere else, and maybe they cut him early enough in camp to where somebody's like, you know, that Ollie guy, he could come play for us and provide some depth. So maybe that's what they're thinking. Because you got you got Vanderdoes in there as well, the former third round draft pick. He was out today, uh, or, or the day before they started playing with pads. He was he he was kept out of practice because of a concussion. The dude just cannot seem to stay healthy, man. No, no, I think you were saying it before we started the show today. Would not be surprised to see him get the boot, old. Uh, Reggie McKenzie order there, and um, uh, definitely what I thought we got. That was on, that's going to be another third round casualty, isn't it? Yeah, was he a third round player? Yeah, he was a third round draft pick in twenty seventeen. Right. Yeah, so I, I, another one of those. That, like when we got him, I was kind of like, eh, okay, you know. Obviously, he had I'm, some I'm, flashes. Right, I'm not a coach for a reason, but the thing was, like, I think he was injured in college, if not mistaken, his yeah. senior year. So everybody's ACL. like, well, no, he's got, yeah, he's got high upside. So, you know, we're, this is this is one of those guys that, sure, we don't have a lot of film on him because he only played like two or three games his senior year, but it's there. Um, I'm just telling you right now, this crow tastes as bad um, as I remember. <laughs> so, anyhow, sorry for my munching, but oh. I do have to take a couple mouthfuls for my Chris Warren the third. Yes. Anywho, um, I do... Tight end yeah. Eric Swoop was also released today. Yep. Not a surprise there. Wouldn't be surprised to see Vanderdez gone. Um, everybody chill out a little bit on yeah. Conley. Chill out. Chill out. Because you know, A B beats Conley, um, uh, and everybody it's loses the end of the their world. minds. Yeah, everybody's like Conley's garbage. Carr throws an interception. Everybody's like trash. 
Yeah. Trash. Let's uh, let's start Peterman. Um, yeah, or absolutely. let's go. No, let's see if uh, McGloin is out there still. Let's go bring him back. Um, and I'm just like, guys, you know, you know, the biggest thing, and I, I, this is what I equate it to. Last offseason, there was a report out of the Kansas City Chiefs camp that that uh, Patrick Mahomes was calling the wrong plays. He threw like three interceptions in one practice, yep. calling the wrong plays, and everybody was like, oh, this guy's going to be a joke. He's going to be a joke. This is so awesome. Now, this was all, again, during Only camp. Only we could wish that right, he was a joke. right. And and now it looks like he might perhaps be the bane of of the uh, AFC West for many moons. Now we only have a small sample size, but that right. bit of sample size that we have was pretty gnarly. Pretty and it's good. Be tough, tough to go up against twice a season. Yep. So uh, guys, just chill out. It's camp. It it's is camp. camp. So let's it's let's fun. Uh, and, and and people trashing uh, Trayvon Mullen already to our second round draft pick. Uh, because he was also destroyed uh, by A.B. You know who wasn't destroyed by A.B., though, Micah? Who? who? That would be LaMarcus Joyner. Oh, our young Rams pickup, correct? Yes, and uh, I am feeling good about that nickel corner right now because mm. he he stuck with him. He broke up the pass for that would have been a touchdown. And uh, looking really good back there. Also, Jonathan Abram looking very good back there. Ooh, Had a pick saw a of, nice pick. Yeah, a nice pick for, off of Carr yesterday. And uh, he and uh, Joseph, Carl Joseph, are rooming at camp together, allegedly because they asked to be put together so they can study plays. And uh, I, I have heard that they are studying into the wee hours of the morning. So I don't know how people know that, but that's what I'm hearing. Well, if I were an insider, I would definitely be peering into windows and, and uh, you know, peeping Tom all over the place to figure out, you know, get that extra inside <laughs> scoop. So, you know, I w- wouldn't put it past anybody to be hiding in the bushes with, uh, you know, some biofocals there. Well, we and, know and that Hard Knocks out. is there. And so, you know, right. maybe the place is flipping bugged. Right, right. You never know. You got to be careful uh, what you say. I know when Hard Knocks is there. Speaking of which, when's that coming out? That's that's pretty soon. Here, I believe it? August fifth is, if I'm Ooh. not mistaken, or something like that, is when when uh, it premieres on HBO. Like we talked with Murph, um, I, I don't get HBO. I I actually yeah, I have either. to hold up uh, antennas. So right. bunny ears still down in New Mexico. They don't know what television is quite yet. So Do you um, have color TV down there? Uh yeah, actually, surprisingly, oh, okay. I, I do okay. have a colored TV. So. I was gonna describe it to you. Um oh, if okay. you d- I didn't know what it was, but uh it's pretty cool. It yeah, is it's, I've I've yeah. got colored TV and uh but You know, they can mount TVs on walls now. No, yeah, get yeah. out of here. No, nah, true story, man. You can mount it on a wall. They're they're paper thin now too. You know, huh. I don't know. Do you guys? Do you still have the big old? You know, where it's about a foot and a half wide. No, is that what you got? It, it's like it, an inch. Oh, okay. Inch okay. And a half. I've got a flat you, screen. I brought it from Idaho. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're you're upgrading down there, little in bit. New Mexico. Yeah, okay. people I wasn't come over sure to my house off. to watch TV. I was going to say, I wasn't sure how far off the map you were. Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay, so you are enlightened. We're good that way. Um, but I yeah. just don't have HBO. It, it, I, I don't know. I'm not 
huge into HBO. I don't. I already hate paying so much money for cable and right. uh, and internet. It pains my soul that you know, like third world <laughs> countries have free internet in their house, and the United States of America, the greatest country on the earth, does not have that. So or so True. expensive. So it, that pains my soul a little bit. So I'm not going to add on the extra stars and encore and all of really that quick. stuff. Yeah, I mean, that, that does surprise me. Without like, you can go to McDonald's and get free Wi-Fi. Right. Why do I still have to pay forty five dollars a month for Wi-Fi? Like, yeah. I would, if anything, with like the technology and how how like just advanced and how rapidly things are advancing, I'm actually really surprised Wi-Fi is still so expensive. Like, I'm surprised yeah, Wi-Fi isn't like you know, 10 bucks a month or something like that, you know, because it's like, well, you know, you just throw it up on a tower and have everybody pay into it. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Corporate Maybe, greed. I, is that what it is? Gotta I, be. I, I don't know. So, yeah, because it makes no sense. I'm, I'm I'm, about tempted just to live next to a McDonald's, buy a house next to a McDonald's, and then that way I can save myself 45 bucks a month on Absolutely. Wi-Fi. And then just roll off of there, so... Or um, a Taco Bell or a Starbucks. Right, right. Maybe I'll I just mean, put I have, a Starbucks in my home. There you go. I, I like that idea. And and then that way they can keep up with it. And then if I have any complaints, I can go over to you know McDonald's and just be like, hey, your guys' Wi-Fi is down. When's this going to get fixed? You know, yeah. I need to know. I got I gotta... to stream myself some hard knocks. Right, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And yeah, we also had a call come in today. From one of our resident fans, Mr. Burton. Excited yes. to get to that the later. Burton. We'll get to that after the interview with Miss Andrea. Um, Tyler, before we head into this interview, anything else out of camp you want to touch on? No, I, I so far, so good. I think, uh, I think, right. uh, no, I, oh. I would guess, I guess the one surprise was Chris Warren the third. Yep. And, yep. uh, so, so, let me follow that up. Do you think that means Washington gets the the nod again this year? Ooh, does Washington stay? Because he's also been one of those players, yeah, that we've talked about. Wouldn't be surprised seeing him get the axe. So basically, it is kind of down between Washington and uh, who's the young man that we kept over, Chris Warren the third. Uh, 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 ah, his name eludes me right now. The one that um, they re-signed? That he yes. Was, I think his last name is Butler. Or something okay. like that. Yeah, so I, I think you'd have to say, wow, Washington's going to stay. You know, that is one point. There were a lot of people like, uh, did I saw this somewhere on social media. Like, there's no way Oakland's going to keep five running backs. Right, five right, people. right, yeah. What what was that all about? Because then, Tyler, you get on the interweb. Oh, yeah. You, it's a Tyler, great thing. Like, I found it here. It's great. We're lay. You and I are lay pe- people. We're not insiders. You right. Know, we are. We are the plebes of the Raider Nation. The surf. Yeah, how? How? How in the world are us serfs finding out this information that so-called like these beat writers supposed to be? When I think beat writer, I think somebody who's on the beat, you know, who's on, it's like a, it's like a reporter, you know, you're, you're right. beating, you're blazing the path, you're, you're doing some snooping, you're digging up some dirt, you're, you're on the trail for the hot lead. And yet, Keeping us into windows. Here, right, right. Yes. Yet us surfs at the Behind the Eye Patch podcast, mainly you, Tyler, with, with a whip and a whistle of your, of your two 
scrawny thumbs, whip out some, <laughs> drop some knowledge. So drop some knowledge on the on the running back situation in the past because I found this ridiculous. I don't remember exactly what the two eat was, but it was something like there's like Oakland's not going to keep five running backs or something like that on the roster. And I kind of was just like, are you serious? And then, so Tyler, you came up with this. What, what, what do you have there? So I did some research with my two scrawny thumbs, and I found, I went, I was curious as to how many running backs in the past um, John Gruden has kept on his, on his roster at certain times. And uh, I found, just via, you know, real quick, I just did a little, a little Twitter or a, not a Twitter search. I did a a search on Google, and I found the old um, rosters from 1998 okay. Raiders. Uh, there were five, and I'm lumping running. I'm just going to state this: I'm lumping running backs and fullbacks together because I That's believe fair. Zach Crockett was listed as a fullback. Right. Uh, I think Tyrone Wheatley was listed as a running back, and we had some running backs that played special teams as well as on some passing downs, things like that. So, 1998 under John Gruden, the Raiders kept five running in the backfield. Okay. 1999, there were six. In 2000, there were six. In 2001, there were seven. Well, if you go to his time, then with the Buccaneers, there were also very, very similar numbers with five being the least amount that he ever kept. So what that tells me is I could totally see four running backs and maybe even two fullbacks. If he likes the both of the fullbacks, Keith Smith. Keith Smith did go down with an injury. Uh, right. He had a meniscal a meniscus injury. People are saying he's going to be back in two weeks. I highly doubt that that happens. Knowing what I know about rehab from a meniscus injury, I would say he's got to be about four weeks out before he's actually cutting um, and things like that. That's just okay. that's just what I have seen. Um, and for I, those of Raider Nation who don't know, fresh reminder, Tyler is our resident uh, physical therapist, been studying and practicing physical therapy for many years. So he knows what he's talking about. This isn't just a, this isn't just, yeah, this isn't just, oh, you know, I had a meniscus care one time. And, uh, you know, we've seen that on Twitter too, Tyler, where people are like, oh, no, let me tell you, I hurt my shoulder. (laughs) And uh, I was back out there and chainsawing wood in in four weeks. And it it weren't nothing. And it's like, well, it's a little bit different than, uh, than, taking on full contact with another 300-pound man. Right. So Tyler knows that he's talking about all that to say. Continue, Tyler. So, yeah, that was my point is that I think we can debunk the myth that we're only going to keep three running backs and a fullback. Like, last year we had five. Last year we had Keith Smith. We kept – we had Marshawn. We had uh, the Muscle Hamster. We had Richard. And we had DeAndre Washington. I – and so I'm like, there's five right there. So history tends to repeat itself. And if if Gruden is building this roster anything like his rosters of old uh, with wily vets and bringing in good character players, 
I believe that we will probably have at least five in the backfield on the roster. I wouldn't be surprised to see six. Right. Yeah. So, so who is that? We've got Muscle Hamster, Josh Jacobs, Jalen Richard, perhaps DeAndre Washington. Then you could throw Key Smith and yep. who's who's our other and young running back. We've got uh, uh, Alec Ingold, right? The fullback out of Wisconsin, and then that, we also have. I want to. I I want to say his name is James Butler. He was okay. He was on our. Um, he was on our roster last year, and then. I think he was on the practice squad at one point as well. Right. So, but yeah, so that's, that's seven right there. And, and you could totally see Oakland keeping all of those. I have to, I have to think that either Butler or, um, or Washington don't continue on. My guess would uh, because, be Butler. Yeah, that would be my guess too. I could totally see Oakland though. Like you stated, uh, keeping a couple fullbacks that wouldn't surprise me at all um, especially just, if he uh, likes both of them right and i th- you know uh, gruden loves the run game i'm psyched that he does that's been a big part of the offense that's gonna be a big part of helping Carr in 2019 it certainly was back in 2016 when they had that 12 and 4 season so um uh yeah so anyway who i don't remember who tweeted that out that it was like Hard to, I don't remember like, either, but it was something like it's hard to see Oakland keeping five running backs. And it was like, get out of here. So anyway, you get a pass this time, beat writer who had tweeted that because I don't remember your name, but just you're on you're just be on watch because uh, that stuff doesn't fly. And more than likely, Oakland will have five, probably six running backs at the start uh, of the season on the roster. So anyhow, glad we could clear that up. That was something yep. else that had happened in the past week. Um, that, you know, besides the fact that everybody, oh, some, some guy tweeted out some beat writer today tweeted out, uh, uh, oh, Antonio Brown has spent more time practicing with his kids than oh, with his yes. teammates. And I was just like, get out of here, get out of here. You know what we're going to do, Tyler, we're going to start saving all this stuff. So then by like week <laughs> seven or eight, when it's AB so has, much, I'm going to need another hard drive. Right. By the time, by the time, you know, by, by halfway through the season when Antonio Brown has 10 touchdowns and, you know, 800, 900 yards receiving, um, then what's going to happen is, is I'm going to go back through and I'm going to pull all these tweets out and I'm going to just start laying fire to people. And, um, uh, because this is ridiculous. I mean, I, 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 my guess is it's a disgruntled beat writer. We've seen this happen recently. People still upset that Oakland's moving to Vegas. I think a lot of these, uh, local beat writers are losing their jobs because of that. They can't move with the team to Vegas. So, they're gonna, they're gonna, um, you know, try to get in the last few digs for the final season that they can. And then some people just straight up didn't, you know. I still see this. People don't like Gruden. People don't like Antonio Brown, and they're just, they're just flat out not willing to give him a chance. It's like, nope, nope, I'm not gonna like him. I stated I don't like him, and you know, you know, AB could have, you know, a 1500 yard receiving year and 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 14 touchdowns, and they'd still be like, nope, don't like Antonio Brown. Yeah, They'd be like, get it, you know. So I guess you know, you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. So yeah, um, unfortunately, uh, we lost one of our better beat writers too in matt schneidman he is now with the athletic and covering the packers so congratulations to the to him but dang it that was a that was a blow to the face that was a a, i don't know that was sad when we lost him because he was about the only one that i was like oh he does a pretty good job so right 
he was actually on the beat. There, yeah. are, there are so many people that are on the beat of Twitter. And it's like, well, that's not, you know, I'm on the beat of Twitter, too. So that kind of, I guess that makes me a beat writer. And, yep. and our, our old friend Tyler here, though. Tyler, what did you call out? You call, you made a prediction recently. I believe it was how Antonio Brown was going to enter oh, yes. camp. Uh, did you make it on this podcast? Could, it, was that? Do we have no, that on audio? It, it was not on audio. It was just uh, you, me, and Bert. It was in the chat. It was in so the chat. It ha- it is on record, uh, but you went on record, I do believe, of saying you could see him arriving in a hot air balloon. Am I not mistaken? I, I said he was going to parachute into camp, ah. and uh, Gruden actually agreed with me. He said he thought he was going to do a parachute into camp. However, it was just a hot air balloon, but I it it, it did come in the form of being in the air. That's uh, true. It wasn't in a flashy car or riding a rhinoceros or anything like that. It was right. He he rode a hot air balloon into camp the first day. Uh, Gruden expected more, is what he said. Right. So yeah, right. Gruden and I I've looked- I talked with Gruden the night before, and I was like, Gruden's like, how do you think he's coming into camp? He told me it was a uh, he was coming in. He was coming in on the parachute, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to run with that. So, you know, I, I had to, I had a, a good heart-to-heart with, with uh, John, and, and we, we decided it was going to be a, parach- a parachute into camp. Oh, my gosh. You know, I actually looked into renting a Triceratops uh, for a birthday party. How much is that? You know, zoos won't allow it, actually. Oh, really? Um, I thought I thought maybe you could do something like that for a day, and I called a couple of the zoos that are in my area. And that just Boise said, Zoo, man, they are yeah, stickers. Yeah, and they were just like, no, we, you know, we can't do that. So, um, so that kind of dead ended there. But, um, uh, yeah. But anyway, congratulations, did Tyler. Into, did you look into perhaps uh, renting a Pegasus or a unicorn? You know what? Uh, you know, I haven't looked into the unicorn. I do have a two and a half year old though. So I do need to kind of get on the stick for that because she's going to pretty soon want, uh, to be throwing that down for a birthday party. So, probably. um, gosh, what, can you just go to a zoo again? Probably. Is oh that... yeah. I would just oh, call okay. the zoo again. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, well, then we'll see where that goes. I mean, I don't know. It's a horse, a little bit more of a tame <laughs> animal. So, you know, maybe, maybe I'd have a little more luck with that. So we'll at least give it a try. Absolutely. So, But Tyler, man, good job with that. I mean, it was through the air. So that basically, dude, I don't know. I think you should get a blue check mark by your Twitter account. And uh, I think, um, I don't know. Do you have a, do you have an account set up for, uh, I mean, that's basically beat writer status right there. Should be. Um, So I would definitely fly under the radar though. If I were you. So I'll try. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anywho, Raider Nation, we got a fantastic interview. Uh, coming up your way right now, Tyler. Let's just dive right in. Absolutely. Let's do it. Raider Nation, welcome back to Behind the Eye Patch podcast, where this evening we have the privilege, nay, the pleasure of speaking with someone who probably doesn't need much of an introduction within Raider Nation, Mrs. Andrea Villapiano, daughter and spokeswoman for Phil Fu Villapiano, 
Andrea, how are you this evening? Are you surviving the heat wave on the East Coast? Hello, absolutely, yes. Um, lost power last week because as soon as the heat wave was over, we had pretty much a little uh, tornado whip through New Jersey, which you don't see too <laughs> wow. often, but I think they actually called it that. So we lost power for a couple of days, but, you know, you can't take that electricity for granted, you know? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, no, but everything's good. Today was another hot one, but hopefully a little better tomorrow. But you had tomorrow. power today. We have power, so I can't complain. <laughs> so you have you have air conditioning then? I have we to ask do. that question. We there do. You go. Yes. There you yes. go. I recommend well, that... generators too. If anyone okay. can get a generator out there, just do it. <laughs> just get the generator. Just do have it. The, have the backup power. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So Andrew. We don't want to take a whole lot of your time this evening, but we wanted to have you on to talk with you about the the Villa Piano family. We've got a few questions. Are you ready for those questions? Of course. Okay. Let's do it. So, in oh, and Micah is here too. Uh, just so everybody knows, it's not just me. Micah is here as well. Um, mm -hmm. Our first question. Let's just start off with the most recent news. What has your dad been up to? Re well, actually, first introduce yourself, and then let's talk about what your dad has been up to recently with Raiders training camp starting and all of that good stuff. Okay, let's see. Well, I am Phil's oldest child, and I have two younger brothers, my brother Phil and my brother Michael. And uh, let's see. I have kind of, as you said, taken on this spokeswoman-type role, um, purely out of fun, purely because I keep my dad organized, and it's just kind of snowballed from there. Um, I don't know. I've always been very protective of my dad and my brothers. You know, they I have that mothering role, as they love to uh, call me out on. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's good. You know, I my dad is a wild man, as everyone knows, but he's tamed it down over the years, but... I've learned to be wild like him, but at the same time, I have a good balance of uh, keeping him in check, you know? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to keep him in check. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. We just, I mean, we talk every day and coordinate. I mean, he's traveling all the time. That's his job. He's a traveling salesman pretty much and, um, you know, always fitting in the Raider schedule when he can, just like out at training camp this past weekend, nice. for example. So, yeah. And, and what... You talk to him every day. What has I, I know he was at training camp. Um, what is he? What are his thoughts? What What is he seeing? He called me after um, to give me his final roundup. He goes, "I feel rejuvenated." That, that was his <laughs> word. And he goes, "Our team looks strong." So I mean, he had nothing but great things to say. We're I, I mean, starting from the top, you know, Mark Bedane and. Mark Davis, like the, the whole Davis family has always been great to us. So, I mean, we're always fans no matter what, even if there's some questionable calls out there, you know. Oh, we're yeah. always, I mean, he, the Al Davis gave my dad an opportunity of a lifetime. So, it's all, it's all good there. Um, we love Gruden. He's a, you know. Nice. We're, we're big fans of Gruden. We totally believe in him. He's a big fan of my dad's. He's had my dad out to the locker room, give pep talks before. He uh, gave a pep talk to the defense. Um, over the weekend, uh, it's great. You know, my dad, 
my dad kept saying that people kept coming up to him saying, I know your daughter from online and the <laughs> social media and all this. And as my dad says, he's been saying this since I was good. Andy, I got all your boyfriends coming up to me. And I'm like, that's how he calls everything. Like, you could just be like a random guy that, like, says hi. He's like, oh, is this your boyfriend? Like, even though he knows I'm married, all that kind of stuff. You know, like, that's just my dad trying to, like, bring out my inner teenager. We're like, Dad, stop it, you know. but You're embarrassing you know, he, me. Yeah, he he uh, had a great talk with Antonio Brown. He's a great guy. You know, really enjoyed talking to him. Spoke with Derek Carr. Um do you know? You know so do you know pumped. what he told them? Like, do you know any specifics? Like, any family friendly, maybe specifics that he told them? You know, I didn't get into that yet because he t- my only advice to him um, before, because he gave me a quick call on the, um, when he was heading into the airport because he had to fly back early Sunday. So um, I go, Dad, just so you know, Hard Knocks is there. He's like, Yeah, I know, I know. I'm like, No, Dad. Like the whole field, like everything's gonna be bugged. Like you don't even. Probably where you don't even think it. He's like, well, I mean, I spoke to defense, so I just went nuts. So I mean, like, I don't. In his word, I mean, in that, in you know, he, in my dad's vocabulary, there's a couple words: punks, chumps, as you uh, may have heard from yeah. past uh, interviews. But like, that's almost like a term of endearment, you know? Like, right. But uh, I, go, I went nuts, you know? Like, he just has certain phrases he uses a lot and he just gets everyone fired up i mean he's got away with words as we all know <laughs> yes yes he does so that was a, a per you, you you mentioned the pep talks that he was giving i saw online where you posted a a you know like three text messages between you and your dad where yeah. it said dad you know remember you're giving Derek carr and antonio brown a pep talk and he yeah. said some to the effect that i'm not only going to give them one I'm going to give Gruden a pep talk, too. Oh, yeah. Have you spoken to him about what was said in that pep talk? Not in that specific one. That was on the way out there, but I usually will text Gruden and my dad on the same text. And Gruden, I mean, he's he's just awesome. He's so, his enthusiasm is like my dad. Like, they're just so excited all the time. Um, you know, he, he says, just, Phil, anytime you want to come out, get out here, you know, and uh, we're trying to plan our trips for California. I know we're going to go to the Jets game because it's the close right East Coast game over here. So uh, we'll be attending that game. But um, I, I will, you know what, I'm going to get some specifics from my dad. I'll quote them. I will I will post them for you guys whenever awesome. I get him. Uh, that you know. would be awesome. That would be great. <laughs> you know, but he is vague. And you know what my dad most likely would say? I don't even remember what I said. Like that's probably what he'll Andy, I just I just went nuts. You know, like you know, I just told him to turn up the juice. Like that's probably you know, he says the same thing, but I, I don't know. He probably brought up memories from back in the day, probably things that he won't even tell me, you know. Kinda so uh I don't know. I'll I'll try and get, I'll get that out of him. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Andrea, I wanna ask you, looking at this past off season and I feel like it's just been an eternity. Uh, I mean, we finally were almost end of July here. By the time this podcast is out, probably be into August. We've got preseason rolling up. What do you think? Give me one, maybe two moves that stood out to you the most for this organization in the off season, in your opinion. What are two of the biggest moves, in your opinion, that's helped the Raiders for 2019? Well, I'm a big Mayock fan. Nice. I, I mean, I just think that was great. I think, I mean. 
I can't say enough good things. I mean, that's pure knowledge right there, you know, Yeah. from every angle. Um, I'm a fan of that. And I, I, I have to say, and this is just me personally, I'm, I'm excited about Antonio Brown. I, I'm right. You know, in the beginning when I didn't know too much about him, I just kind of heard, you know, like little Steelers ram, you know, rumblings about, right. you know, personality type things. And I'm not into that, but, I, you know, I just started to see how hard he's training. Like, if anyone follows him on social media, it's out of control. Like, right. I don't think I've seen anyone train harder and, like, love this more. So I, I'm really excited to see him perform. I'm pumped about Derek Carr. I think that this is a big season for him. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like he mm-hmm. genuinely seems stronger. And um, I just, I don't know, it seems like a big, I, I just, I'm excited. Yeah, you know, I feel like yeah. that's something my dad would say too. But I do think Mayock's a great move, and again, I know we had um, Gruden before, but I just think it's a whole new uh, right. lineup, and I think it, I think it'll be exciting. So, yeah. I mean, I and don't get me wrong, like there's, do I think we're gonna have more wins? Yeah, I believe we will. I, I don't, you know, I don't think people should jump ship if we don't turn around in one season. You know, right. we we have right. some time to go. And it's a genuine rebuild. It's not just an excuse of, oh, we're rebuilding. You know, like, mm-hmm. teams have to do that, you know, right. so it takes right. time. And I, that's a good point because we've, at, at the behind, at, behind the high pass here, we have been beating the drum. I know I have specifically for the Mayock pickup. And I know it might not be a sexy pickup like an Antonio Brown, like a Brown at the, at the uh, tackle position. You know, not, it's not a player. So mm-hmm. maybe the casual fan is kind of like, oh yeah, we got a new GM. But I, mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think Raider Nation, and, and I, and I've said this, and I'm going to keep saying it, and maybe I'll eat crow later. But I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. we still fully appreciate what Mayock's going to bring to the table oh, right. for the Raider organization. And I'm, right. I, that's, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was when we were talking about this maybe six weeks ago or so. I said, I got to say. I think I was on uh, I was on another podcast and I said that's my favorite move of the off season bringing Mayock mm-hmm. in and yeah. I think we're we're going to see that pay off big time and yeah. and like I said it's not it, Antonio Brown I was one of the few maybe sounds like you are as well that you know I like the move um, you know Gruden's got a way of handling these guys it seems like right. he's got total control um, we've seen that with with. Cooper gone, Matt gone. I, I mean, if there's a guy right. that doesn't mess around, it's Gruden. So right. um, I like the move, and I think, I, I again, that's one of those those moves. I think that there are going to be a lot of Raider fans going to have to delete a lot of tweets by about <laughs> week five or six because right. I think AB is going to be burning it up. We're, I mean, we're even hearing that there are reports coming in even just today that he is torching every corner that we have out there, including Conley. Um, right. So I just I get more and more psyched about that pick yeah. um, coming up. And now I want to kind of follow this question on because you mentioned it towards the end of your answer. I I also agree. I don't I don't see it as a turnaround. I don't see this team all of a sudden going twelve and four. Mm-hmm. I mean I think there's talent there maybe for mm-hmm. something like that. If something crazy happens, if this team can gel faster than what we expect. But right. what do you think is a realistic? And I know, I know predictions are, you know, lies, <laughs> damn lies and statistics. But what, 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 in your opinion, would would constitute a successful season? Oh, don't do that to me. You want me? To, you want me to throw a record out? I, I, I wouldn't even know. I, I would appreciate a winning one. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, 
Jeez. I mean, I feel like the only thing I could say is uh, we got to go all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Just win, baby. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I'd be lying if I just threw numbers out there like I knew. I don't know. I I, I just, I, I got to be honest, last year I was not as hopeful as right. I am this year. Like, I really, I do believe we're going to turn up the juice, as my dad would say this year. I, I just have a feeling, I just, like you said, might not gel as quick, but I feel like there's the that enthusiasm there. Um, I don't know. I think we have, I think we have some power on the team. Yeah. Yeah, and I think overall, big, overall, uh, no, I mean a winning season because I what I, we're predicted to win what five games again? Did I see that somewhere? I, I mean, think so. Yeah, that I mean, I I would like to laugh at that, you know. Right. But uh, right. go ahead and laugh. Let's yeah. see. Laugh I know. Right let's just see. And then you get to see who the real fans are. You get the bandwagon fans. Like as soon as you lose a game, they're like, oh, or two, you know, blah blah right. blah. It's like, well, then go. There's you know. 30 other something teams to go find one, you know, like right. just right. go be miserable somewhere else. I mean, you're not going <laughs> to win every single game every year. Like, <laughs> right. When was the last time you were on a field, you know, like the people that are complaining, you know? Exactly. So, exactly. Um, and that, that's one of the things Tyler and I have talked about. I said, look, if, if, if this is an eight and eight team, because again, I don't expect there are so many moving parts here. And as we've seen anything, it takes time for this to build something right. anything good it takes time you don't you can't we live in a society think nowadays that you know we we want it now we want it and if it and if your quarterback isn't good the first year then you know you've got a fan base that is like right. well kick him to the curb let's get somebody else in there no this kind right. of stuff it takes time you have there's develop is a word for a reason you got to right. develop a team you got to develop that chemistry and i told tyler you know i honestly I see eight and eight, nine and seven type year, and I wouldn't be disappointed. By I that wouldn't because, be disappointed in that. I, I mean, yeah. of course, I would hope for more, but guess what? Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's <Right>. improvement. <laughs> we have a ton of new rookies coming in. We've got a ton of free agents coming in. I like yeah. the free agents we bought in, but just like anything, it's going to take time to put it all together. I do love the fact that Carr second year with Gruden. I think we're going to see a huge leap of improvement right. there. And right. so, but like I said, I, you know, some people are, I'm seeing it already on social media. People are, you know, yammering about, you know, is it time to move on from car and all these kinds of things. And it's just mm. like, it's it's not, I mean, give the guy a chance. I mean, what does yeah. he do? Five offensive coordinators now, give him, give him his second year with Gruden. Let's right. see what happens. Let's see what yeah. happens. So. No, I agree. No, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I think it'll be a big season for him. It, it kind of has to be, you know, at that right. regards to what you're saying. But um, so no no injuries or anything like that. I mean, he was on a roll and then got hurt. You know, I mean, right things happen. But well, um, even you look at last year. You know, I mean, they, with with hardly anybody out there with a banged up offensive line, with half his wide receiving core out, he's still putting up. I think last year, as far as statistics go, was the second best year of his career. Right. And so now he's got Williams. He's got A. B. We've got mm-hmm. a young man Josh Jacobs that I I've gone out on the limb and said this guy's going to be just Hunter a Renfro. massive mm-hmm. pickup. Yeah, Tyler's a big Hunter Renfro guy. I, uh-huh. I, there, there's no evidence to the contrary that says that Carr is going to be a disappointment right. because every time Carr has stepped out on the field, even with like last year, hardly with, with almost no names out there, he's still getting it done. So right. I'm excited yeah. to see it. Tyler, I've hogged too much time, man. You go for the next one. <laughs> okay. 
So, Andrew, I, like I, I saw also recently that your dad was selected to the Gridiron Greats 2019 Hall of Fame. Can you yes. tell us? Can you tell us a little bit about that? I I'm not real familiar with the. Gridiron you know, this Greats is a complete surprise. To, no, it's a complete surprise to me too. My dad, he forwarded me the email, and I uh, posted it. <laughs> so, exactly, you know. yeah, and that's what um, I so what No, it, it was a great surprise. I just actually had to send in some family pictures today for the uh, the uh, ceremony. So a nice letter from Mike Dicka. But, uh, no, I just I, it's just showing on and off the field, which I think is so important because that's one thing that, you know, you can be as great and have these great records and stats and blah, blah, blah on whatever Super Bowl team. But then there's some people that don't do anything after and they just sign autographs, you know, and right, that's right. one thing about my dad. I mean, charity, you know, he did, he started the um, Phil Villapiano uh, Field of Hope Gala for Lou Gehrig's disease. And he ran that for 16 years and I mean, mm -hmm. raised millions of dollars and it, it's just, he just loves helping people, you know, and, uh, it's just amazing. So he, there's so many things he does off the field. You know, after Hurricane Sandy came, you know, he started a foundation down this way. And it was just, it's beautiful. And he just, he doesn't do it for any reason but just to help others. And he feels so good. So I, it's good to see that he was recognized for that too, you know. Yeah, awesome. so And it's hard because, and then, you know, this whole Hall of Fame snowball that I started a couple of years ago, that was purely for fun. Um, <laughs> I started that Facebook page, uh, Phil Villapiano Frew for Hall of Fame. Um, purely's a joke. And I was just like, Dad, let's just go for Hall of Fame. He's like, Andy, he's like, that's all politics, you know, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> is it ever? I mean, it is the most ridiculous behind the scenes process that people don't understand. It's it's so ridiculous and it's hard when uh pretty much four or five out of the eight final voters, which are sports writers, hate Al Davis's Raiders. Yeah. You know, right. they, uh, so I mean, that's never good, and you know what they did to Stabler and all that. It's just waiting. You know, it's just it's awful. But I mean, well, and you what they're going doing on to stats, Flores I mean, as well, they, yeah, and all of that. I mean, stuff. yeah. I mean, There's they didn't keep defensive stats back there. in the day, yeah. right? So I mean, <laughs> it's it's hard. But this the gridiron great. Day, I mean, we're so appreciative and grateful. I mean, it was such a great you know, letter to receive. And just like I said, the recognition from back in the day, like on the field and then especially off the field. So, you know, he deserve he deserves that. My, you know, my dad's one of the most positive people I've ever met, you know, and uh, besides his little, you know, being one of those badasses back in the day, I mean, my dad's <laughs> like a big, big goofball, you know, so, you know, it's, he's, he's awesome. He's the best, you know, my man. So, I can we I can tell that you that you care about about him and that's awesome. Yeah. Um so a question that I have I, and maybe it's more of just like seeking advice. So I, I'm sure you're probably not aware. Micah has his oldest is a little girl, my oldest is a little girl and she is about to be well they're both about to be big sisters. Oh, so my crap. my little girl is going to have two little brothers just like you, and then <laughs> Micah's little girl is going to be the big sister to a little brother. What advice do you have for them as being the oldest sister of two little brothers? What advice do you have for them, life advice, life hacks? What have you got? Hmm, okay. Communication, which I think that can <laughs> go with any 
time of your life, but may be buddies from the beginning. You know, my parents didn't let my brothers and I argue. You know, it happens, you know, and I and I have three boys at home. And as much as you say, nope, they're not fighting in this house, you're not doing this, it happens. It's part of life. They learn how to – it's conflict resolution, blah, blah, blah. But I, my parents never let that become normal, you know. Mm-hmm. So I always knew I'm not going to let – you know, I'm, I'm not fighting with my brothers. That's not okay. And then my sons, they're not just going to think – oh, we're going to duke this out, you know, like, I just, right. like that. So it's always like you protect each other. And I know my brothers will say I take on the mom role too much, you know, like just that motherly protective mode. But that, that, that's in my nature. I can't help it, you know. Um, but I just think we communicate, we talk, you know, uh, we're best buds. And that was always encouraged by our parents. And that's what I always want to pass on to my, you know, my boys. You're going to be the three, you know, the three amigos kind of thing, you know, so. <laughs> Perfect. The older sister, I, I, f- I feel like it's just like innate, like you just want to look out for your siblings. I don't know, you know, especially like your little bros. Right. You know, so, but congrats that's... to you guys. That's awesome. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. <laughs> well, we got, we're just adding to Raider Nation is really what that yeah, is. Yeah, that's amazing. So, Trying yeah. to grow the population. Yeah. It's weird to think, though, because like, well, as of right now, my kids won't know anything about Oakland Raiders. It's all going to be Vegas Raiders yeah. uh, from about yeah. the time. So I'm going to – and obviously Oakland, you know, the Raiders have, you know, they've come and gone. So I, I jokingly say by the time they're older, they'll be back in Oakland. And, oh, that'd be amazing. I was and, uh, born out there. I mean, I'm going to miss it. <laughs> right. So, so tell me, how do you, what do you guys feel about this move? Uh, what, what what are you kind of your guys' thoughts? Are you – I mean, are I mean, you excited for at, everything at, for, new or – I mean, yeah, now we're excited. I mean, my dad's been asked to be the ambassador of Vegas for the Raiders, so I'm really excited. Yes, that word was said. That Um, kind of fits his personality, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're going to take care of him in that way. But we're we're upset just because of the, you know, the nostalgia and just that's – it's always been Oakland. Like, that's been the home, you know, and – at first, we're like, no, this isn't happening. It's not real. This is not going to really happen. And then it did. And then, you know what? It's happening. Teams move. And, as you know, as soon as we're to see the Oakland Raiders gone, I mean, I don't know, the true fans, you, you move along, you know? Right. So it's just going to be a whole new chapter. And, you know, you're on board or you're not, I guess. I mean, you're, you're allowed to grieve your team and miss them and all that. And doesn't mean you have to get all bent out of shape and hate them and, you know, like I said, right. there's other teams, but I mean, it's just part of the game. It's a business too, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, it'll take some getting used to. You yeah. know, yep. what am I going to save all my Oakland Raider stuff? Hell yeah, there's going to be all my sweet <laughs> vintage stuff. You know, so, you're going to be showing that to people down the road and be like, Oakland? What? When Oakland. were they ever in Oakland? Right. Exactly. You know? like, I've oh, got Los Angeles Raiders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So I mean. So I mean, it, it's the reality now, and we're you know we're excited. Have I ever personally been to Vegas? Nope, but I guess I'm right. going. So yeah. I mean, so I've, I've, yeah. I'm I'm don't know if I should be ashamed to say it, but I've actually never stepped foot in Vegas. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. I mean, I'm already planning a trip down there for next season. I'm excited yeah. to get down there, yeah. see uh, see the proceedings. We obviously follow pretty closely 
the building of this new stadium, and it's just it's going to look amazing, though. That's it looks for like sure. it's going to be baller down yeah. there. I um, mean, the Coliseum is old and old, but that thing is falling apart. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we were just out there for that Steelers game. I mean, it's what can you do? I mean, they didn't want to. Right. <laughs> there's nothing you can do, but we're moving on, and that's just what it is, you know? Yeah. yeah. You roll with it. So, yeah. Now, I, kind of one of the bigger things that was made clear, especially during the draft, is Gruden and Mayock wanted kind of, we've heard this a lot, uh, high-character players, you know, for this move to Vegas because a lot of people are concerned with, you know, obviously just young men being in mm-hmm. Vegas and being around that. Do mm-hmm. you have, was there a particular player in the draft? And I'm, I'm going to just go for anybody. Was there anybody in the draft that, like, that you had your eye on that we got? Um, or was there any mm-hmm. player, I mean, obviously Farrell, fourth pick overall, I think shocked a lot of people. I, I, I was just going to say that. I mean, hey, good for him. You know, but right. now, he's, you know, time to prove it, you know? Right. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't think anyone really stood out. Uh, I mean, I'm happy with everyone. I mean, I liked being shocked with, uh, right. <laughs> you know, that's good because then it makes it a little more exciting. And I don't know. I just remember seeing like the faces of, uh, you know, the reactions of everyone. But that's kind of, I mean, you're going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, look at that guy. You know, like right. that's amazing. You know, good for him. Um off the top let, of my head, I can't. Let me ask you this. Who was your favorite pick in the draft? Mm. I'm going to put you I'm, on the spot I'm, I'm right now. Well, I like your Hunter pick. Yes. Uh, see? Yeah. Uh, Tyler's been beating that drum since like two years yeah. ago. So. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Yep. No, I'm just racking my brain now. But now I know when, we're, when we hang up, I'm going to be like, wait a second. I am more <laughs> like I was. A, but uh, no, I, I like. I like that pick. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad likes to say uh, perfect is perfect. Because um, <laughs> my dad awesome. really can't say the word perfect. He really can't. Like, my dad loves to leave that last sound off of every word, pretty much. Um, perfect. He's like, perfect is perfect, you know. But um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, yeah, I, I'm I'm going with Hunter on this one. Hunter Renfro. I, I like that pick because, I again, Another guy and Tyler will back me up. I mean, Tyler, you know this better than I do, but I think that's going to be a going to be one of those mid round picks that a lot of you know everything's really. I feel like a, I mean the whole draft is a gamble, but I, but I really feel right. like right around about the third round, you really just start rolling the dice on players. So right, um, uh, but I think that Hunter Renfro pick is going to be one of those. I, I I think there's the the New England Patriots are that was a prototypical wide receiver that Belichick and Brady loved, and I think they were probably beating the table when they saw Oakland pick him up. So I, I kind of have <laughs> like a little bit of self-satisfied that we kind of messed them over in their draft right. plans on that because mm-hmm. I, I do – that is totally – Renfro is a total slot New England wide receiver, um, yeah. and, and I think Oakland got him before the Patriots could pick him up, so I'm I'm jacked that's, for that. That's a fraction of the karma they get from the Raiders. Right. They, they've picked Dennis <laughs> over plenty. That's, that's nothing. So, no, but I completely agree on that. Yep. So that's – yeah. Oh, that was exciting. It was. Andrea, I would be remiss, and my family would probably kill me if I didn't ask you this question, because growing up, that thing you do, I'm sure you're very familiar with that show, (laughs) was Uh like one of our family's favorite movies. And I recently 
you know, growing up, I was like, well, they played it at a restaurant called Villa Piano's. Mm-hmm. I honestly had no idea that that was named after your dad. Can you give us a little bit of the background story to that? Right. And just for sure. nostalgia's sake. Yeah. Well, okay, let me think. I'm trying to think of when this, years ago there was a documentary called The Rebels of Oakland. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's a sweet documentary. And my dad and Kenny Stabler and Tom Hanks and Madden are doing the commentating. So it was okay. back in the day about the 70s, the Raiders and the Oakland A's of the 70s, like back in Oakland at that time. I'm like, oh, man, Tom Hanks is a Raiders fan. I didn't know at that time that he, you know, grew up there, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right, Then cut to that thing you do comes out, the movie he made, and I'm like, he just used our name. I'm like, we don't have a very common last name. Right. I start Googling it, and then it's I found a whole thing that he's a big Raiders fan, he's a fan of my dad's, and all that, so it was named after him. So... I don't know. Then I get on this mission, but this was years later. I'm like, you know what? Oh, after the Hall of Fame sort of thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try and reach out. And I know I'm friends with Kendra Stabler, Kenny's oldest daughter. And she's like, hey, after my dad passed, Tom Hanks reached out, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm going to do this. So (laughs) long story short, I I get a, a little connection of, hey, this might be the address. You know, send a bit. So I send a big obnoxious letter with like, the worst wrapping, you know, like just bright colors and blah, 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 hoping he'll get it. <laughs> so I did that over last summer. And then this uh, September, the one that, you know, almost a year ago, I received a letter from Playtone, his company, in the mail. I'm like, no way. Oh, I have a letter right goodness. here if you want me to read it. But, I mean, it's uh, – do you want me to read it? Should yeah, read absolutely. It? Yeah, okay. So yeah. he typed it. He, it was September 12, 2018. It says, Dear Phil via Andrea – well, you nailed it. The Villa Pianos in that thing you do was named after Raider legend number 41. When I was still around Oakland and the sun rose and set with the silver and black pride and poise, I called him Phil Villa the Playa Piano. Not <laughs> sure what I called Otis Sistrunk. I'm glad you reached out. The heroes of our youth can be examples of our maturity. Let's keep in touch and maybe, yes, catch a game before Las Vegas. As Ken Stabler used to say, throw deep, baby. And he signed it. And that's well, that gives me the chills. So, right? So when I mailed out that obnoxious letter, I had my dad sign a picture. I'm like, Dad, right? And he wrote, let's get a pizza at Villa Pianos. So, and then <laughs> with that, I hand wrote a letter because, you know, no one does that anymore. I'm like, I don't have a typewriter, but let me handwrite a little letter, <laughs> be like vintage. And then, uh, yeah, so that's what he was responding to. And I've, I have it framed right here. So That is amazing. Because, yeah. like I said, growing up, that was like one of our favorite movies to to watch, and I about can quote it from start to end. Okay. And uh, and I I just recently realized that I, I read that letter, and I just recently realized, hey, that's after Phil Villa Piano. And so yeah. anyway, I would have been remiss had I not asked about. No, that. that's awesome. Family probably would have been like, you had Phil Villa Piano's daughter on, and you didn't ask about that. Uh, no. I would have been I would have been strung up and and that's hung so probably. That's funny. I actually ordered. They have those T-shirts online. It's like Villa Piano's Pizza located near the airport, it says. Oh, you know, like my goodness. Device, I, I ordered one I, of those. 
I may have to find that <laughs> yeah. as well. So. I was going to say, man, Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> yes, it I is. I know what I'm getting all my Raider friends. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, right? If you can't say that happens every day. No. no. So, uh, yeah, that was a that was a bucket list uh, thing right there. You could check Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I can check one off, too. Thank you for answering <laughs> that question. <laughs> Cool. Tyler, now I've got, we always have the big final question. Tyler, you got anything else, man, before I, I drop I it? do not. I think I think we have uh, taken up enough time, and uh, oh, let's get to the, fun, to the fun question. Awesome. Okay. Andrea, again, thank you so much for your time, but we never let any guests get out of here without asking them some random uh. question. I don't think <laughs> at one time it's ever actually had to do with football. Okay. Um, this time it does not. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you just kinda throw you a Hail Mary here. Oh, if you could take if you could bring back one band from the past, you'd have oh. to replace it with another popular band of today. Oh. What two bands would those be? Oh, Art it could be artists as well. I mean it's I single, I would it's all it's all oh, open. Well, okay, two of my favorite frontmen are no longer alive. Can I somehow combine them? Uh, I, is that what you're saying? Or they have to, one past, one pre, one present? Yeah, so you have to replace it with a present band right now. Oh, you, you know, it can be somebody you don't like either. If you're like, I have no idea why people love the Black Eyed Peas. Get them out of here. If they never existed, I'd rather, I'd rather kick them to the curb and bring this band from the back, past back. Oh, well, okay, so I'm torn because I'm a big Doors fan, so I love Jim Morrison. So, I mean, I'd love to bring that back. But then I'm also a huge Chris Cornell fan. Oh. So I know the rest of his band is hit. Like, Audio Slave is one of the best concerts I've ever seen. But then I'm also a Killers fan. See, is this is this very random? Yes, I knew. <laughs> I so love like, the Killers. Yeah, and I have to say, Audio Slave and the Killers are two of the best concerts I've ever seen. Um, that's like an actual performance. Like, they just go all out. But I'm trying to think, can I somehow mix that up? Can you imagine you know that group together? Yeah, you know, we got an, some excellent backstory with that with that restaurant. Yeah, let's let's go ahead. Go go ahead and mix it up. <laughs> Throw it down. <laughs> I get a pass on that one. Yeah, like I'd love to I mean if I could see the doors perform, I, I'm I think there's a reason I wasn't born back then. I mean I probably wouldn't make it out alive. But I don't know. I just I feel like that'd be so cool to see that, but I mean, oh, there's so much crap out there that I'd get rid of a lot of people and just replace. <laughs> okay, get, get rid of your worst then. Get rid of your worst because this is going to go public, and then uh-huh. you're going to have to, you know, you have people, you're going to have to account for your actions after this. So, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, no, I can't think of it. There's another thing. I'm going to hang up and come up with all these names, or I'm like dream of this. Like, oh, why didn't I say that? Um. Jeez, I don't know. I mean, listen to the three bands I just mentioned. I feel like that's music versus what's out there nowadays. Half of these, like, little, little, right. I don't know, these little girls that are uh-huh. know, the same no, old thing every day. Um, I tell geez. you what, I tell, you can think about it. Tyler, the same question goes for you because I'm going to have to answer it as well. Tyler, we're going to let Andrew so think about it. get rid of somebody it. today and replace them from, with someone from yesteryear. Yep, yep, someone who's no longer around. I could totally get rid of Miley Cyrus and be <laughs> totally fine with that. And I would love to bring back, let's bring back Queen, but with Ooh. the original, Ooh. with the original singer, Mr. Freddie Mercury. Let's do yeah. that. Nice. Yeah. Now, see now, 
I don't know. I like this, this is why Tyler and I do a podcast because I too was going to bring back Queen, um, oh, yes. but I was going nice. to replace replace them, and I was going to kick Adele to the curb because I just I I can't personally. <laughs> I've never been an Adele fan. She sounds like she's always complaining in her songs, and she's <laughs> such a Debbie Downer in so many of her songs that I'm just like, oh, you're killing me, lady. So I'm gonna it might take heat for that, but bring back Queen. Replace Wait, I thought I thought of someone I can kick to the curb, which okay. I think I, I really don't think I'm going to lose any uh, fans <laughs> here because um, I, it might be a little weird if they like her too. But this Ariana Grande thing, I just don't, I, uh-huh. I don't get it. I don't, yeah. the, I don't get the look. I don't get the. I don't know. It's just weird to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm. <laughs> no, maybe I, you know what? That's kind of a. And tough who are we bringing because... back? The Doors. Oh man! Oh man! I need Chris Cornell back. That, that uh, okay. voice, I don't know, he's the voice of my generation, I feel. Like, the voice of a generation. I just feel like that guy was talent. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just a fan. And, that's such uh, a unique voice. I can't even, like, cut I'm saying, I mean, but it was I'm just, just saying, that, that guy can hit many ranges, and i just gone too soon, obviously. Yeah. Yep. I no, mean, I Jim, like Morrison, Jim Morrison did that to himself. I mean, like, I, I like it. I mean, I like it a lot, but, I mean... Your stupid choices are the one that you know. Right. Freaking twenty-seven, and you're gone because of. I mean. Right. Dumb, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. I'd have to go with Cornell. I'd love to have Chris Cornell back, but that's. Just I like me. it. So is that yeah. that's final final verdict? Cornell. Yeah, get Grande out and bring Cornell. <laughs> I like it. I think I think you would have. There'd be very you, you. There might be one or two random people out there that might be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, and they'd probably be Bronco fans actually. Why are you mad at me man. for like that, kicking this like long-haired ponytail girl to the, uh, you know, I'm just not buying it, not buying it. So, awesome. I don't know. Yeah. That is fantastic. Well, I, we appreciate you participating in the <laughs> oh, I love it. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Andrea, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Thank, thank you, you, guys. That was fun. With the stories, that was fantastic. Yeah. Raider Nation, uh, we can find you on Twitter. Hit us with your Twitter handle and what is the Facebook page that we're looking for uh, to okay. get you down to the Hall of Fame? All right, so Twitter, Villa Piano, it's just at Villa Piano, okay, like a capital O and then a lowercase k, um, Villa Piano, okay. And then uh, as in V I L L A P I A N O, okay. And then uh, the Foo, uh, Facebook is called Phil Villapiano, and then in quotes, Foo, for Hall of Fame. So that was a page that we just start for fun. I'm telling you, it's just awesome people. Just it's all positive and fun and just um, I share. You know, Dad always checks in. He's anti, like he he doesn't have any social media, but he does through me. Like he'll, whenever I'm with him, I'll post pictures or like things he said or if he has stories. And um, he he does check in. Uh, every now and then reads the posts and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. I, you know, I'll post pictures that you don't just see online, you know, on the Internet, but, you know, more personal ones and stuff like that with the family and uh, ones from behind the scenes, stuff like that. So that's it's awesome. cool. Yeah. Raider uh, Nation, you got to go check it out. Get on that and, page. And once again, what what is the name of, of your dad's uh, ALS Foundation? And does that have, like, any social media or anything that people that, can look at? That, we, he hasn't done that in a couple of years. That was the uh, Field of Hope Gala. Um, it was a 
fundraiser pretty much that okay. was for 16 years but um that was a while ago he had lost it uh, my dad was remarried and lost his wife um mm. a couple of years ago so um that you know our direction went towards cancer and stuff like that so i mean you know, we had to That's take care good. of stuff like that so um but thank you for asking um but yeah that uh you know that that was something we had like bruce springsteen and just good uh, mm-hmm. friends of my dad show up and support performance, stuff like that. But uh, that, cool. that chapter's closed. But okay. okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds, right. like, sounds like it did a Wangdu job and a Wangdu service for a lot of people. Oh, wait. Uh, I will yeah. be remiss if I didn't tell you guys something. Uh-oh. Oh, oh this is um, bonus footage here. Yeah, this I'm, is ready. Bonus. I'm ready for this. This is bonus. This comes out uh, Hall of Fame weekend up in Canton. So... For the NFL 100, uh, there's going to be a show called Peyton's Places. I don't know if you guys have heard of this yet, but Peyton yeah. Manning's going to be traveling around to all around the country, famous sites, famous, you know, where plays have happened and blah blah blah. Well, let's just say he had my dad and Franco and Frank oh, and Bradshaw no. over at Rose Bowl Stadium, and uh, <laughs> let's just say. My dad was asked to go out to Canton during Hall of Fame weekend and uh, discuss. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. So, uh, yeah, I guess ESPN and NFL Films like their segment so much. So they've been asked to uh, fly out there, and they're going to do a little show about it. So oh, stay my tuned word. for that. Yeah. Well, so and my will... dad did say he goes, you know, Franco doesn't remember and Frenchie doesn't remember. I remember what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know. We all know it was incomplete. <laughs> we all know. We all know. Of oh, my word. So, yeah. So, oh. stay tuned to that. I'll keep you posted on that, too, when I hear more. But, uh, send me that email. Yeah. Thank so. you so much. Yes, yeah, thank, thank you, so you guys. Fantastic. Andrea, enjoy the rest of the summer. Football is right you. around the corner, and uh, we will look forward to seeing yeah. you out at some games. And enjoy that Jets game; should be yeah. good. And It'll enjoy good. your uh, the future babies. Oh, we <laughs> thank will. You. We will. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Andrea. Right. Thank you. Bye. 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 I hope you guys enjoyed that interview as much as we enjoyed doing it. Andrea was awesome. We really appreciated her time. Dude, I loved that little insight there at the end. Radio I know. Nation, we got it something was a to look forward peek. to. Yeah, exclusive on the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. I'm really excited to see what's going on there. Yeah, heard um, it her first. Right, right. But again, thanks so much for her time. We had a blast. Um, I tell you what, yeah, you know, Ariana Grande, uh, uh switching her out, that would could totally that do that. Uh, yeah, I, and I wouldn't, you know, my life, it's not like I'd miss anything out of my life personally. You know, it wouldn't sure. feel any emptier. And, you know, Chris Cornell, that's, uh, that's, that's a solid pick. I like Absolutely. that. I like that a lot. And, uh, I've listened to a lot of his music and I, I really enjoyed his voice and, uh, the vocals, the lyrics. And so, 
Uh, yeah, rest in peace. But uh, great, great handling of the uh, question out of left field. I thought from her. Absolutely, and, uh, that's a tough question, man. I was like, yeah, I was like, holy cow! I don't know if I can actually answer this or not. But I thought she did very well. And uh, also, thank you for uh, the uh, Villa Piano restaurant in the movie. Yes, that thing you do content. I like. I said, I, my family. We've watched that movie for forever, and they would have hung me and probably skinned me with a dull deer antler had I not oh, asked about that. <laughs> Yikes. Anywho, great stuff. We have a phone call this week from the resident, really he's part of the crew now, James Burton. Let's get into that. We will answer his questions right after this. Tyler and Micah, this is the Burton, James Burton calling you, man. Hey, good to see or hear that you put out a new podcast, man. You guys were already my favorite, but when you addressed the real issues like Long Snapper, man, it just elevates you just to a whole new level. So I appreciate you really talking about the important things and I'm hoping that you'll address something that's really I'm concerned about, and that is rumors that the the Raiders are going to switch brands of their uh, their tees, their kickoff tees. Um, that's really concerning for me uh, that they're going with a different a different uh, tee, and I'm wondering how that's going to affect uh, the kickoff. So, anyway, man, uh, no, you know, of course, joking around. Love you guys, man. Love the podcast. Keeping it, keeping it lighthearted and keeping it positive. I appreciate it. And of course, again, no politics is awesome. So looking forward to hearing more content as the season starts heating up, training camp and everything else. Fired up for Raider football. All right, guys. Talk to you all soon. was awesome that was awesome james always good to hear from you football season dude is right here it i mean is. we are it's staring right it in precipice. the face yeah i am jacked for that you know the kickoff tease has been a concern we haven't addressed it just because we didn't want to create too much drama around something that we right. were afraid that you know i felt like it had gotten enough coverage already so i didn't want to kind of keep beating the dead horse but since we brought it up, since we're, you know, they are thinking about switching to Reebok. Um, From Nike? Is that allowed? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, with the kickoff tee, that's something that um, apparently teams have. I, I haven't looked this up specifically in the rule book, but I thought I saw this tweeted out. Uh, that that's a that's a team specification. You can choose ah, that kind of gear. Fabulous. Um, however you want to go that way. So, you know. Perhaps uh, I, the I, depth of the kickoff will uh, be affected in that then. Well, it would be nice because I, I I was just wondering, can we use it on punting? Because I do know our punting game needs a little bit of uh, a <laughs> little shade. bit of a, the <laughs> shade. I'm, I'm sorry. I, maybe that was too far, but I know in the past, I don't man, think so. our, 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 our punting game has been weak, which for a team that likes to punt the ball, you would think that we would be on top of that thing, man. Shane uh, Leckler's wish, out there. 
Right. And I wish I wish we were I in fact I really wish we didn't have a punting game. I wish we didn't have to talk about that. But uh, unfortunately we do. For hopefully those days are close to being behind us though. Um but um yeah, as far as as far as the Reebok tees for kickoffs, uh, I'm comfortable with it. I don't know about you Tyler, but uh, I'm okay I'm, with it. Is whatever Carlson feels is in his best interest. Right. I am down with which he has been having a very good camp thus far. I believe right. he has missed one field goal in the whole time. I don't know how far wow. away that was, but he was five of six today. That's awesome. Good to hear because we're going to need some points this year, man. We're going to need to be able to rely on that leg, rock and roll. Hopefully not as much as in the past, man. We need to be throwing up some sevens and not threes. Um, but yes. now that your extra point is, what is it, 35 yards? Something like that, That's definitely, yeah. Uh, 32 or 35 yards. Uh, I'm, uh, it's, it's, we're going to need all we can get, man. So, anywho, James, thanks so much for calling in. Really appreciate that. Good stuff. As always, always Tyler, man, you got anything else for us before we check out? Uh, I, I think I'm done for, for wow. this evening. Good vibes, good time. Raider Nation, it's right here, man. It's August. We're ready to rock and roll. You better be ready to rock and roll because it's the last I'm season ready. in Oakland. So let's throw it down like a rodeo clown. Let's Ooh. it's it, we got a party, man. We got a party. It's going down like a fat kid on a seesaw, Tyler. Oh, so yeah, let's let's get it on. Let's send the Oakland Raiders out in style. Let's head them out to Vegas. Uh, let's let's do it on a winning record at the very least. So please. Raider Nation, thank you so much for another excellent podcast. Thanks for hanging in there with us. As always, find us on Twitter, Behind the Eye Patch, or at just at Behind Eye Patch. On yep. Facebook, it's Behind the Eye Patch. There we go. Give us a call, 208-557-9771. If you want to be on the show, we will see you guys in the next podcast. Just win, baby. 